Hey everybody, this is episode 68 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. You know, it's hard for me to believe that today is the two-month anniversary of this podcast. Being stuck at home during the restrictions caused by the coronavirus, this effort became my COVID project. I spent weeks researching how to start a podcast, and I watched a lot of YouTube videos to learn how to edit audio. But here we are. And as of today, as of this recording, we are approaching 15,000 downloads. I can't hardly believe that number. But I pray this effort has blessed you and that it has strengthened your faith. I want to say a special word of thanks to each one of you who have subscribed to the podcast and have left a review. This small step really does expand the reach of this podcast, and I'm so grateful. I want to say a special word of thanks to those of you who have told a friend about the podcast, or maybe you've shared it on social media. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Let's keep going and let's keep growing in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Today, we are talking about how God chooses leaders. On the bookshelves of my office, I have several biographies about American presidents. To me, it's fascinating to learn from the life and experience of those who have risen to the top political office in our country. One of the most interesting to me is President Harry S. Truman. You know, for the first half of his life, he was virtually unknown. He was a failed farmer and a failed businessman. And aside from his service during World War II, he rarely stepped out of his part of the state of Missouri. But years later, he would become the 33rd president of the United States during some of the most interesting times in American history. But don't think that those years as an unknown were wasted. His failures gave him experience to understand and to empathize with those who were less fortunate. You see, he knew what the small businessman and the farmer wanted and needed from Washington, D.C., and he worked hard to that end once he occupied the Oval Office. What I noticed is that his experiences prepared him for the day that he would be chosen. As you and I read through scripture, we see men and women chosen by God for leadership roles. What are the requirements? What is the criteria for being selected by God for leadership? You need to know that all leadership in the kingdom of God is servant leadership. We lead out of service to God and others. You might be tempted to think, I'm not a leader. I don't have a position or a title. I don't have a business card. But John Maxwell once said, leadership is influence. And I want you to know that you are more influential than you think. The one quality God is looking for is character. In the Old Testament, when David was anointed to be the next king of Israel, the prophet Samuel would have overlooked him in favor of one of his brothers because it didn't seem that David had the outward qualifications. Samuel actually wanted to select Eliab, David's older brother. But listen to what the Lord told the prophet in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. The Bible says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart. Many would say that David was too young, and no doubt today people would have dismissed him as a common laborer. David's selection goes against everything our society seems to affirm. Think about it. Today, we exalt those with intelligence, charisma, giftedness. We lift up those who are popular or powerful. Little is done to discern the heart and character of a person. You know, God looks not at your resume, but at your character. He looks not at what you have done, but why you do it. He looks not at who you know, but how you care. God looks not at your public persona, but at who you are in private. Philip Keller once wrote, God does not see as man sees. 
He does not measure character by charisma. He does not defer to human values. God's chief criteria for selecting people for his purpose is, are you willing to do my will? This is the acid test. Despite all of our failings, if above all else, our one consuming desire is to be a man after God's own heart, we will be lifted above the turmoil of our times in great honor. David is the only person in all of scripture whose epitaph reads, a man after God's own heart. As a result, we might be tempted to think of him as a spiritual superman without any problems or failures, but we know that nothing could be further from the truth. You see, God chose David. On the surface, the choice might not make any sense to you, but God does not work on sense. He works on grace. God called David, He called me, he called you, and he knows what he's doing. God chooses unlikely people to accomplish his purposes so that his power can be displayed in their weaknesses. God uses people who would depend on his power rather than their own strength and abilities. For the first season of his life, David was a shepherd. It was a lowly position, but without him knowing it, he was in the development process. God had been preparing him in solitude, in obscurity, and in monotony. Here's today's challenge. Determine in your heart to be a man or woman of godly character and integrity. The decision begins in your heart, but is demonstrated in our daily lives. If you will, don't be surprised if God chooses you for an opportunity to serve. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would subscribe and leave a review. This small step really does help. And be sure to check out show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 68. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.